right, welcome back to another episode of Bars and the Beard. Now, let me go ahead and tell you, Tony ain't going to be here today. Uh, he's out hunting. Um, but we're going to go ahead and do it without him because, you know, sometimes it's good to do something without Tony, no matter what he tells you. Uh, let me go ahead and give a shout out to the sponsors. We got Hospitality Heat and Air. Um, again, appreciate everything they do for us. Uh, we got Spikes, uh, fresh uh, peanuts and uh, fresh pig skins and boiled peanuts. And uh, man, I'm telling you what, if y'all looking for anything, go, go go to his Facebook and Instagram and find out where he's gonna be because I mean he's a lot, he's local. And his his stuff's just the best. Those those citrus flavored ones are the bomb. Um, I wanted to go ahead and jump on today uh, because there's some interesting things I wanted to talk about. Um, I got a buddy on the phone. Um, I'll introduce him in a second, but it seems like uh, nowadays the trend um, that is popping off on uh, your Netflix, your Paramount, your Hulu, um, most of your things are going into a, uh, a Western ranch uh, period pieces, whether it be Longmire, which is a fantastic show that I, I just love the show. You got your Yellowstone, of course, which, I mean, that's, I've seen more, more people walking around like they're John Dutton um, now more than I ever have. Um, but there's another angle to that that I want to touch on. So I have uh, reached out and called an old buddy of mine uh, that went to the same high school as me. Um, his name's Jared Canny. Um, Jared isn't, isn't, isn't living around here right now. Are you, you're not here, are you, Jared? I'm here. No, but I mean, you're not, you're not local. No, no, I'm in Page, Arizona right now. Yeah, because I've seen, you've, you sent me some of the, uh, some of the pictures. Um, which oh, I love, yeah. I love looking at that. Um, but I, I brought you on. So Jared Candy, I know, I've known him when I was a kid, um, growing up here in Rock Hill, you know, it was, uh, it was widely known or you started to, you started to learn real early, um, the proximity of the Catawba Indian nation, you know, even growing up being in high school, um, a lot of my friends were Catawba Indians. Um, we would go to the reservation to play basketball, which was some of the best times of, of me growing up, man. I, I mean, I just loved going out there. But, I mean, we were really close. And when, when I was a kid, you know, you see all of the, the Westerns and the Cowboys and Indian movies and, you know, that which was – I mean, that's what they were called then. And, you know, sure. you would see – there would be images painted on TV of what you would think a Native American or Indian – was right and then people were like oh that's you know chief blue chief blue man let me tell you you know i don't know what anybody's opinion of him was but me not even you know i'm a flat out white kid you know but when you would see chief blue out you would be like man like you would look at him in awe, like because you saw all the stories or you saw all the movies and you saw everything and, and he was like the chief and you were like man that's chief blue it was just cool to me to see you know gilbert blue walking around um yes. You know, he always had his necklaces on, and you could just you could just tell. But at the same time, you would see kids in school, and they would say, "Yeah, he's a Catawba Indian." You'd be like, "No, nah, no, he's not." Like you know, because your idea of an Indian is a headdress, and you know all this that. So once you get older, you start realizing, no, that's not you know that's not. I mean, this is modern times or whatever. But I wanted to, to chat with you today because you know I think that. Native Americans are coming, becoming more prevalent to mainstream media, right? With with the shows, I mean, what Yellowstone is is rocking out ratings, right? I mean, they're just knocking it out the park. Everybody can't wait, but the Native oh, Americans yeah. in that show play a big role. Um, 
how you how do you feel about the portrayal first off and uh do you see that same trend you know as far as what you see especially out where you are in Arizona right well you know for me it's uh it's interesting because um it started it started with having women of color in office in Washington now cuz we have many of our governors and senators that are native americans so that's huge man cuz I can remember in the South, my mom and them talking more about women's rights and how they had to fight so hard because it's a whole different type of time back then with the burning bra eras and all that, mm -hmm. you know, that kept going on in different decades. But uh, the the change happened with that. I think also the push was uh, with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I think more. I think more now you start seeing that kind of helped because uh, everybody was tuning in on their phones or whatever to all these different shows, man, that was coming on big. Cause I, like you said, Netflix and Paramount and Hulu, these guys monopolized on everybody being home for the COVID mm -hmm. and the pandemic. And then even out here, it was way worse because it's been hit like New York city bad out here. So you still see, tons of cars at home and when you drive down the road you don't see hardly anybody in the neighborhoods leaving so it's like all they do is watch tv so i've seen that i've seen that growing trend uh way more because even one of the guys that i work with at a culture center out here uh he, he just is on a movie with kevin costner he's doing yellowstone and we went to wyoming we, we did a performance in Wyoming with drumming and flute and hoop dance and other, other powwow dances. And so um, it's big names like that out here. It's crazy because being so close to the Grand Canyon, being so close to Horseshoe Bend and Antelope Canyon, all these main attractions, you have a lot of, a lot of celebrities. Like even like, you know, uh, I, I, I can say this now, I guess, off the record, but it's like uh, even Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, he, he, he was out here visiting and taking in the sites and the culture and a huge advocate for Native Americans, you know, has many different nonprofits. And so same way with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's shooting another another Native film. He's uh, trying to mainstream. He's trying to bring minorities up to the plate because it's been so long that, you know, it, it was like in the old school era, mm -hmm. like in my and my and like in the 80s. Right. in the 90s you know brad because yeah. we grew up then it wasn't it wasn't cool or it wasn't brought out that much in mainstream like around our era like you just knew oh man that's a Catawba indian oh man you know even the terminology indian to native american it's like uh if you're on one side of the continent it's okay it's culturally right. sensitive more on the other end right. so it's uh you know I, I learned all this you know and um but i do think like uh that's helped tribes so much because of the poverty, man. I mean, mm -hmm. I know many, I know many of tribes out in Wyoming and many of tribes in Arizona, you know, uh, that are, it, it's just rough. It's rough all around, even back home, you yeah. know, it, it's helped more because, you know, it's real it's revitalized a lot of significant issues that went kind of dormant. You know, I remember in school, when I first came into high school and somewhat middle school, they started having culture interpreters come out to the schools and they would do cultural classes and buy, they buy pizza and such. And then they would also, um, they, they would play movies and such with more like native themes, native American themes. And that was a treat, man. And then all of a sudden 
the people that I knew that were doing that, they moved on to bigger and better things. And then it kind of, the schools kind of just let it go stagnant. So mainstreams kind of picked it up and put it in more of the picture shows. And so you're seeing like uh, that one great flick you're talking about too, 1883, Mm -hmm. I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're actually going out. Kevin Costner and these guys want authentic Indians. He wants Native Americans. He even said it. He didn't. He wasn't trying to be uh, culturally incorrect. He wanted to know the right terminology, and he, he asked about everything. And that's legit. Uh, I see that it's more. It's more being accepted, and they're trying to put it on a bigger platform to bring publicity. I, I just, you know, that's what I see now because. When you look at a lot of great films, like you said, Yellowstone and all, you see real native actors, not somebody dressing up with face paint and dyed colored hair or uh, wearing dyed feathers or something, you know. Right. To, yeah, yeah. And, you know, because well, that's more Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me go. Well, I mean, when you when you mentioned Kevin Costner, I mean, this is number one. Well, OK, let me go ahead and talk about Kevin Costner. Then I want to go back to you real quick. But when you talk about Kevin okay. Costner, this isn't something new for him. Um, you go no, back to no, Dances with no. Wolves, you know, you go back to a lot of, I mean, he's done this. He's really good with period pieces anyway, whether you talk about um, the Hatfield and McCoy series. Like, I thought yeah, that was yeah. very well done, um, just being a history buff and, you know, a history major in school. And um, I thought he did a good job with that. But getting back, let me, I don't want to, I don't want to go around uh, one topic of the reason why right. I reached out to you. Um, okay. Growing up, you know, around here, you had, uh, uh, the Native Americans, the Catawba Indians around here, some of them would be kind of, you would see them in school and you would think that they were kind of westernized. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say that back then because I didn't even know what that was. You know what I mean? But right. they fit in real well. You fit in real well, but you always, like, I could always tell with you how proud you were of your hair. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Whether it be the way you wore your hair or, like, I was like, this guy, you know what I mean? Like, and it was something to be said about that you know oh yeah i rocked a mullet for probably yes. about, about 25 years man yeah. and uh and for me it was like uh tons of people accepted me and yeah. then even the even the cool kids like the ones like like yourselves and all I, I i man i looked up to you guys because you know a lot of the great friends like basketball like you said yeah. not to steer away from our, our conversation right but those are those are things that helped you get accepted with others you know sport right. not sports is there but it's more like a kinship friendship role we had, man, because we were small town. We, we yeah. were small. Everybody knew everybody. And so it was really, you know, powwows would come up, you know, and I would go to those or, you know, go to cultural meetings at the cultural center with my family because everybody's family there. But it was like it wasn't a big push. It was there if you wanted it. And, and then, like you said, you could accept or you could see some that were really prideful. And then, and then it then there's there's Catawbas there that are blonde head and blue eyed. Right, so right, right, like, right. You know, I have family that's mixed with that. You know, and some get the the more than of the Indian Native American gene, and then the mm-hmm. other ones kind of get more of the of the other. You know, and it's uh, but again, it it was uh, it wasn't that bad at home. Well, and then well, look at well, look at what y'all just had. Y'all just had the what the Yapia Iswa, right? We had the Iswa Festival, yeah. It was like six, her. seven days ago, I think it was, because I remember seeing that post. I got asked to MC that because, man, it's it's taken me so long. I got, I've been involved with my cultural center for ever since I was yeah. young. And 
And uh, I went out and got my Native American studies degree and then my master's also following that. So I've worked a lot in cultural settings and cultural museums. And I went back home and worked with Catawba with economic development and education with grants and scholarships. So my goal is like, you know, in the future to like be some type of rollback at home. You know, right. I went out and worked with many other nations to help kind of craft home in on my craft. But it's a. Uh, you know, nothing like home, but it's like, again, um, the, that whole, and our casino and our bingos, right. man, it's really like, if you know, we've had two bingos in Rock Hill. Yeah. One and, was huge. And, I, I used to deliver a beer out there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And see, the thing that gets me is it's like, um, it's taken like anytime you have a gamble or anytime you start a business, it's always ups and downs, but right. you know, you, you learn from it and you maneuver and you, you develop better. So, uh, and now we're smarter and we have our casino. So now get the casino and, and bigger players involved with right. the casino is helping, you know, train and, and bring in that understandings for our future sake. So then you can add, that's where you, the first bingo, well, the bingos, the, the one on Cherry Road, that that one was amazing. I, I had a big part working there. And then the one that we had last, it took, I think it took out a big lots or a Watkins right. or something. And, uh, you know, we went in there and, and I helped well, when the economic development was, you know, with startup. But um, I think, again, every little piece kind of teaches you something. And now with the casino it's it's booming and the bingos should have been booming off you know again off right. the record I, i'm not i won't go too much right into that, no no, but, no i know but but again i think um I, and 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 the powwow you know the catawba festival you know it's that those are key components man and i um i this year i looked and i wasn't there i got asked to MC that like i was saying because you have to be culturally inclined to know how to explain about you know opening song prayer song flag songs uh the dances all these different type of terminologies because if you're a spectator from home and you're always welcome but you wouldn't hear everything you need to hear if you don't have an mc and you have this podcast so you're really getting your voice across so you know that's really cool i really i really admire you man you've always been awesome at art now you're in social media and and i just just can't say enough I'm like yeah, you dude, said, I'm no, learning and, as I go. You know what I mean? And, and for me, man, I think that's I think that's legit because you got to start somewhere. And and it, it's just um, I always kind of got that bug where I was like, you know, a traveling, exploring, seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm same like you. I'm a history buff. And then, well, first I was an art buff. Right. Yeah. Matthews, yeah, Diane oh, English, man. all those guys, man, they molded me. Gene man. Matthews, I almost, this is my one of my heroes, man. He's your icon, dude, and and he and he he was like that with me too. They got me prepped and ready to go to Scat Art, and I was gonna do this whole shebang there, where I'd have an internship right after with you know doing an uh, animation and like commercial art. I was ready for it, and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, uh, this was later now uh, because I was I had I had already went after high school and got a went to York tech and got my general done and had a, a associate's degree. But, you know, I went to Jimmy and Diane and they both helped me get a portfolio together, helped mm-hmm. me kind of home in on my art. Uh, and then I learned about a native free tuition college in Durango, Colorado. And I was like, Hmm. So I took <laughs> the other route. So, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, I still stayed in touch. After all that hard work, I submitted it and all, and then uh, had to make the ultimate decision to go to to make a left turn there. But it's um, uh, you know, Jimmy and Dan always told me the uh, they always said no, don't don't worry, don't worry, it's always there, you know. So right. you could you know you know you could go back later, and you know you all all you have is time. So I mean, but uh. It's people like that, man, elders and like kinship roles. And now they're related to Catawba, you know, like Gilbert Blue, man. You said a great name there. And, and, and there's like others that's really Gilbert Blue put the tribe on the map because there were so many before him, like Samuel Blue mm-hmm. and and some of uh, the other great ones, Fred Sanders. Uh, it, 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 the list goes on and on uh, that had fought for decades mm-hmm. and then, you know, went up and down the road fighting in Washington and New York, uh, Gilbert and his administration did a lot of that. And I, I you know, I, I remember, man, he'd bump into you in Lowe's or yeah, something, something yeah. small town. Yeah, the spring and he, would, he, he would, he, he, t- he would get on the loudspeaker. Let me tell you this, dude, we were shopping. Me and my daddy was doing some renovations on some floor and he got on there his last few years and he got on the loudspeaker and said, attention aisle five. The cannies on that aisle five, we need to have those cannies out of the building right now, please. <laughs> so, I mean, that's our family, man. That's yeah. that's just how it goes. He pull your chain, he'll 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 rib on you, he'll crack on you. So it's um but man It was just something about towns, seeing him like out and about when I was a kid. And you know, yeah. he would always for whatever reason in my mind, and I could be completely wrong, but I'd always see him with some turquoise and like a necklace on or like yes. uh uh, no, bo- was, like a bolo tie or it was bolo. something and it, when yes. you would see him it was like man that's a that's a that's a well I'm, again and, i'm gonna and, say it like that's the indian chief and we were yeah, like oh my yeah. god like that's a real life you know that's how i was as a kid and and, and see uh, gilbert learned a lot man because he traveled a bunch and he didn't take no for an answer and man he would throw a pack of spam or sardines or freaking uh potted meat and a, and a pack of loaf bread and he or baloney, whatever he had, he would travel to all these Congress meetings for tribes and he would go and delegate and push. Right. And that's who got us. That's who got us on the map, man, because it wasn't cool in in the in the way late year in the early years to even come out and say, oh, yeah, I'm Native American. Oh, yeah, I'm Katabi right. to a to a lot. I mean, now to a certain certain elite. It was it was accepted, and mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't have to say, oh, you know, look at me, I'm this, I'm that. It just kind of shown, and just like you said, from him wearing his ribbon shirts to his turquoise mm-hmm. to, to to his, you know, man, he even had uh, chokers, and he, I mean, I would I would see him wear a bone breastplate, man, and go up meetings, and yeah, you'd see somebody with a cowboy hat on with an eagle feather in the back of his hat. Yeah, he wore like a he wore like a fringe jacket, like a leather jacket with fringe. On it. <laughs> yeah, beadwork on it yep. too. And so it's yep. like, uh, I mean, that's who I idolized. So then later in life, I got with a lot of my elders. I started working with AmeriCorps, and I started working with my people, more of the seniors and the elders, and their and their center, and started talking with a lot of them. Then later, and it helped get me that push that I needed, man, because I would, I have ADD and ADHD. I struggle with that every day in life. And right. so I will start tasks. I will start great projects 
and then I'll just lose train of thought. So well, I mean the same way. How long has it been? I've been talking about trying to get you on here. <laughs> oh man, you know I mean? yeah, it's same, like man, I got, I got it's just you know <laughs> trying to get it on. And today I was like, I got to get him on. Like I want to talk about because I got so many questions. You know, um, just yeah. in general, probably not enough to. I mean, more than than enough of uh, the time I'm gonna have on here. But but I mean, sure, just sure. I just think it's you know it's you're seeing it more, especially especially the the younger kids that are watching like these shows and having you know availability to just click on something and watch something on tv um yeah but and it's, it's opening been... doors you know it's yeah. like it's crazy because you know now it's like you see people and it's um it's uh even from those shows you know i work for a cultural center out here it's pretty mainstream you know i have a website called redheritage.com and it's nothing uh, it's not all one syllable one word it's broken up but you you have contacts and these 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 movies and these shows are reaching out because they want authentic they want authenticity they yeah. want that 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 caliber and so when they uh they say hey we've got this going on or we got that going on and you know it's it's really unique you know even back home you'll hear about it some and auditions will be all out really far away like in Charleston or Raleigh or you know there'll be different cast calls for things and so now it's like some of those advocates are kind of inspiring others to make the the part of the history because if you notice Brad they took out in the social studies and the history books a chunk of things that you know right, leaves yep. people clueless man right. you know I have tourists all the time that come up to me and say hey man if I knew more of like what you guys express here mm -hmm. and you kind of define everything and you break it down and help everybody understand they said there's so much it's the same people come up and say if i only knew this you know when i was da da da, da or if i had this right. going on because it, it's it's interesting in that point because you know i think now you see the school systems all across from i've got friends like i said all the way in kansas canada montana and uh the list goes on and on with tribes and they're going back and asking the tribes to help encounter more with social studies going into putting in things in the curriculums and so even it gets more cultural sensitive with uh sports teams and mascots yeah man, especially that's, a, that's another yeah yes yes and the seattle seahawks are very cool man because they reach out to like the yakima tribes and the Tulalip tribes in their area and they're like hey we don't want to pee anybody off we want to do something like this to pay homage with our helmets and our logos. And can okay, you guys explain that to me? Is that, is yeah. that, all right. So, so I've, I've never, is that a, a conflict of interest? I guess the Seahawks. It's a, it's a catch 22, man. Cause, cause you can, you, I know the way. obvious, right? I know the obvious. We talked about the Washington right. team and you know, uh, the baseball, oh, yeah. the Cleveland team. I, that's the first I've ever heard about anything with Seattle Seahawks. That's the uh, well, and here comes another one: the uh, the Blackhawks hockey team. Oh, these yeah. guys, yeah, these guys reach out to tribes and ask, "Hey, what's politically correct and what's not? Hey, help us render. We want to pay homage and have our logo represent you guys. You know, we want to do it the right way, so we're going to come and reach out to you. Not like in the old days for us in 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 the South, you know, where you only had a few teams playing on the channel." So or playing on rabbit ears or whatever you had, and right. you had back in the day, you had the Washington Redskins or Washington. Now it's more the, the the name, but then you might have the Giants, and you may have one other team, but you didn't have all these teams. And oh, so, it was it was always Washington or Dallas, or like mm -hmm. when you look at uh, you could always catch a Braves game. 
Right, right. That was it. And then that's a, that's a, that's another one. You know, it's like it's wild because uh, mm-hmm. you know the Braves, man. I mean, now on the genre of the the, the tomahawk chop, you know, right, right. It's like it's it's like the the tribes down below Georgia and all they're getting Tallahassee. Yeah. They're networking with Atlanta because that's the biggest hub near them, and it's. You see more and more of the of the teams and, and, and franchises politically networking, trying to make things correct. I guess it had to take a scapegoat like Dan Snyder over. Mm, well, he's he's not a very good person. Seven, anyway. seven, 70, 80 years. I don't know, man. Dan Snyder off the record. He came to my trial. Never, nothing's off the record. Let me go ahead and tell you. <laughs> uh, oh, oops, oops. Are they going to be mad at me? Well, anyway, no. Dan no, Snyder. This is okay, from a good place. well. Sure, sure it is, and um, but when it becomes tribal politics, working for your tribes and all that, yeah. it's a whole nother level too, man. They'll like well, just, they'll, yeah, they'll you, look, ju- you just say what you what you're comfortable with saying. I'm not gonna push you. Right, right. Well, they'll 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 love you and then your your family because all my people were kin to each other. So it's uh right, right, you know, right. It's, it's small tribes, small town, small tribe. Right. But to just tell you, Dan Snyder came to the my tribe. And he went to many nations trying to woo them because he was in hot water and right. he was, re- yeah, NFL was cracking down. Oh, he was on catching him. it. Yeah. He's Decades. still, he's still so, catching it. Even, he's even trying outside, to sell the team. But yeah, even yeah, outside he, of the Native American issue, just the politics on the NFL, like he is just in hot water. Sure. Like even in Navajo Nation, man, he come out here to my wife's tribe. My wife's Dene. That's another nice term for Navajo. But okay. that he came, he came out here. He wooed the Navajo Nation. He bought them all leather jackets with the Washington logo on it back then when it had the native face, the Indian mm-hmm. face on it. And then, you know, with my tribe, he did a bunch with the playgrounds. He did a bunch with laptops, tablets. Um, he was really trying to pave the way, you know, because he was in hot water, man. And, and um, you know, I didn't, I didn't see him because he fought tooth and nail. He, he for some reason mm-hmm. that name and that mm-hmm. logo was an identity he thought it was respecting the tribes not right. slandering and he fought that for 50 60 70 however many years it's been going on because i mean it's right. uh and then now to see he, he's fought and lost that battle and he's having to sell his franchise and uh so that's kind of like I, a catch-22 I, too right because like that when, is, when that it was is. that name you said that you know he was showing support, oh, right? And now that there's oh. no connection, is that is that support gone? Probably, right? It, 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 I don't know. It could be dormant. It could be sitting dead in the water because right. maybe nobody's reached out to one another. I don't know with right. the economic side now since I'm not there, but I do know that um, that it was totally accepted by a good portion of my tribe because when we watched that growing up. And mm-hmm. that was our team because we didn't have Carolina. We, right, right. You know, you know, you you you, uh, you had to pull for the closest home team, and then I, I understand that because then I look at a lot of my Oklahoma brothers and sisters that are different tribes, and they don't have a football team, and they pull for the Cowboys, and I don't know why for the Cowboys. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, well, but that was but like when I was a kid. You know, team. when we were kids, like people were like, "Man, how come there's so many Braves fans, and how come there's so many?" Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, because that was what was on TV. You could always catch a Dallas game, a Washington game, or a Braves game. 
I mean, every night during football season, every you were going to catch one. Or a Braves game. Every night. Every, or during baseball season. Every, every weekend, you were going to catch one of those because that was the what they were broadcasting because there was nothing around here. So even though we got That's the Panthers, it. the majority of fans around here are still going to be your Cowboy fans. They're still going to be your mm. Washington fans. And you, we got tons of Atlanta Braves fans. I mean, because that's that's, that's all we had. We couldn't catch a we couldn't catch a Toronto game. You know what I mean? There, no, that wasn't no. media wasn't like that. You know, like man, we little. had the, we had we had the helicopter dishes, man. And my uh, and back in the day, my papa had the cheap box on the satellite. So every night, yeah, well, yeah. every night was a Braves game or a my Chicago Bulls game. A Chicago Bulls WGN. You could catch a WGN. That's game. right, brother. That's yep. right. That's yep. when basketball was basketball. Man, it's all tell? good now, but th- yes, dude, I know, man. It's funny. Speaking of basketball, that's the goat. That's our icon, yeah. the goat, right there, yeah. man. Speaking of basketball, oh. though, that was like the first time I had ever went out to the uh, the Catawba Reservation. I think it was Charlie Whitesides. Um, mm-hmm. We used to play over there at, um, I think it was Hopewell Baptist. That was like the out court, full court gym mm-hmm. around this around this side of town. And, and uh, Charlie was like, man, you know, we got this new um, gym over there at the cultural center uh, on the reservation, man, come out there. And I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know. you know, I had never been out there yeah. on the reservation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I want to go out to, you know, because I don't know what a reservation looks like. You know, it's, it's obviously it's modern now, right? But right, but right. I didn't know. I was like, I don't know if I want to go out to the reservation, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> for everybody that's like talking about, you know, basketball growing up or, you know, the gyms, the local gyms, Emmett Scott, Boyd Hill, Man, yeah. I would challenge them, anybody, to be able to compete with the amount of hard basketball that was played out there on the reservation. Because I mean, somebody was either oh, going to get man. hurt, fouled. I mean, it was a it was full on, full tilt, yeah, no holds barred <laughs> basketball in that in that gym. Um, yes, who was and, it? And that uh, gym, that that gym turned later on to our Head Start, and then our Head right. Start turned it back to the gym, and then right. uh, n- now they've got they had a huge grant that even now they've expanded it, made a beautiful little playground, and uh, they've got a, they're, they're 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 working on the tribe's got a um, a uh, charter school that they're that they're going to have where it's going to do K through five, and I'm just like, oh man, you know that well, the the place that, I work. That, Oh, I'll go ahead. No, no, no. It was like when, when in the old school era, we got rezoned to mm-hmm. Rock Hill, right? And then when, and that's the thing that kind of changed us because some of the other ones, like my brother, went to a junior high right there in Leslie, and you might have went to that too with him, and I forget it now. It turned into a furniture company, and then it turned yeah, into yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I didn't go a there, plant. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, Chad went there, and you know. It's like I talked with him, too, because I tried to get his perspectives on it. I'm like, you know, rezoning and going to school in town, that's like a mind cultural shock. That's a mind blow, man. It's like, you know, then you had all the jitters because, you know, many you're losing you're losing a lot of your family and friends and then some will go and then some were not. And then, unfortunately, a lot of the uh, the tribal kids that I saw in my era didn't graduate with me, man. I was right. fortunate. I, You know, a few of us. A handful of us would graduate. So mm-hmm. many that I know would just drop out, go work at the, uh, the bleachery or selling or, you know, go to a textile or a construction job. And, you know, and that's just that's just the way it was back right. then, you know. And, you know, but, you know, um, it, it, you can definitely see a lot of great things are still in effect back home. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, man, I think for me, 
coming out and uh, I traveled all around, even with my tribe. I went over to, uh, I even went over to um, do cultural exchanges in Germany because I do know you're, you're part German. Yes. And so, yeah. So for me, uh, my tribe sent back in the late 1998 or 99, we hosted the uh, uh, several, um, what was it called? The, uh, the Pathfinders program yeah. from Germany. And, and they brought tons of students and tons of peers here on the reservation and so we hosted them there and showed them how to fish and canoe and hike and mm. you know even a, even a, a many of my cousins before me were there doing a great things with them and and they loved it man and they got to see powwows and they got to make you know see how the pottery and such was made and burned and it was just great things for them to see because they had only you know seen that on tv they would say so then they invited us back to germany and we traveled all around many parts of Bavaria and getting the key to, uh, to many other states and mm -hmm. Switzerland and such, man, that is, that was amazing. That opened my mind up to things, man, more with like seeing things and being a part of what I would read and see in social studies and like history books. So right. that, that inspired me to get more involved and get out. And so then you start seeing more now mainstream, you see more of the kids now, growing their hair out and such right. because other people have shown them and they it's inspired them to do things too so it's it's like a circle man it's like um well, all think, things kind of connect cool. i think it's cool too that like i said you know when we were growing up and i would see you and um it was you know you Take away, take away the the Native American, the White American, all that. Take away that. Just just mm -hmm. as a young adult trying to fit in, like that's just hard, right? And then so, so you have no matter where you come from, you're trying to fit in with the people, with your peers and people around you, and just make it easier on you just to get through school. Um, I mean, as opposed to you, like you just gave, like you were, just, you had so much pride, like I don't, you know, you had that. I don't give a sh about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you just, yeah. you just were you, and that was cool. But like, you know, um, I had a lot of cousins. You know, yeah. I mean, it I, was there was there were certain you, ones. You know what I mean? And you yeah. were like, man, that's did cool you, as shit. Uh, yeah, and then I'd have ones that were even darker than me and jet black. We called him Slick Fifty. You may even know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but you know, sat on the bus with me. And, you know, and we would ride the bus here and there and got asked and got teased by some, some mm -hmm. peers. And they were like, they were like, oh, they had asked him, are, are you, are you Katabini? Are you Katabini? And he would deny it. And he would, yeah. he would say, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm Cherokee. I'm right. Cherokee from North Carolina. Now, okay. You can say that because your Harris side is kin to a lot right. of the Cherokees from North Carolina and Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So, okay. But, you know. I would. I told him after that. I said, "Man, don't ever deny your culture and your heritage." Mm -hmm. I said, "If they're shaming you, if they're picking on you, tell another. Tell me. Tell some of your family. Right. Don't don't ever deny what you are because you want to try to fit in." Well, know? and whether it was you or whether it was like Andy Blue or Shantae or all them, man. They, oh yeah. Whether you had Native oh, yeah. American friends or not, you had regular people that was rolling deep with you too. So. You know oh I mean? yeah, but you look at like oh, Charlie yeah. Whitesides. You look at Andy Blue. Like they yeah. were damn near pale as that piece of paper I'm looking at across the room. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, and then you but you look at Char yeah, and then you look at Charlie's <laughs> brother Bernard. Bernard, right. you know, uh, you know Keith. He's like, you know, splitting image of a brown that you would go back and look yeah. at 
uh, looking old photo books of like when they, you know, uh, from decades, you know, there's a certain, you know, it was a great number of families down there on the, in the old part of the reservation. There was a a great number and it was, you know, the Cannies, the Becks, the Blues, the Browns, the Sanders, uh, the, the Harris's, the Ayers, um, and the bus uh, there was a great, I was just talking yeah. to Will Sanders yesterday. Do you know mm-hmm. Will Sanders? I do. Man, I was I just do. talking to him yesterday. He used to he used to work with me at my job driving a truck. Um, oh man, cool guy. Good cool, yeah, cool guy. he's such a good dude, man. Man, and, and that was that was some of my brother's people that he piled around with. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it's hard to find ones that, you know, nowadays that'll have your back like that, man. Yeah. And it's just like, oh man. You know, and, and then the, for me, uh, unfortunately, like my, now, you know, God rest his soul. He, he was a cousin, brother of mine, Joseph Canning. He uh-huh. was like that. Right. Joseph Canning, man, would give the shirt off his back to anybody. And mm-hmm. he would always be pride and dignity with what he was, you know, who he right. was. And it's like he would tell him, hey, I'm not pretending to be anything than what I am, man. You know, and so yeah i've seen joe i've seen joe brawl many a nights with me man and then so uh, yeah. you know some fool come up to him and uh not fool let me not say that but some 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 douchebag would come up and make offense to him uh-uh mm-hmm. man i tell you another i tell you another one wouldn't play around like that too now it's a different one uh anthony nichols yeah anthony nichols is another big ant big ant you yeah. don't play around with him like that yeah big ant let me tell you one night years ago now i wasn't there he told my daddy this uh, he was out at a bar, sports bar, whatever, watching the game, and somebody was throwing shame to my family. Mm-hmm. And Big Ant said, hey, man, he kept calling my sister a squall. Now, mm-hmm. squall is a very verbal, negatory-type term to say about a, a, a Indian girl, a Catawba right. girl, whatever, Native American woman, whatever you want to say. Well, Ant stood up from the bar and said, hey, man, that squall you're talking about, that's my cousin. Mm-hmm. And end of conversation. That guy yeah. paid his tab and left the bar. Yeah, so, smart idea though. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, it's just ones, it's ones that don't take bullshit, man. And, yeah. You know, pardon my French. No, no, you, you know, can say what you want here. You oh know, I mean, man, I've, so, I've filtered myself through a lot of conversations already since we've been talking, so you're good. And most okay. of the time, it's not filtered. Um, man. so let's. I want to get back to. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You go. You go for going. I want to get back. This is cool. I want to get back to um, looking at uh, one of the interesting things for me is uh, the modernization of Native Americans. Like when you see some of these shows, um, the business aspect, right? Um, mm-hmm. That you know, still keeping their culture, but still modernizing. Whether it be a casino or whether it be you know, you see like the one in in Yellowstone. You know, he's got a suit on. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still mm-hmm. got he's still got his jewelry, he's still got his long hair, but he's got a suit on and he's dealing with a lot of, you know, corporate America type stuff. Um, has it been hard over the years, in your opinion, being out where you are, especially out where you are, you know, um, in Arizona? Um, has it been hard to, 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 to tackle corporate or tackle, you know, mainstream type businesses? Um, or are you just kind of typecast into the whole, well, this is a, just going to be a casino thing? It's, it is, it is, man. It's like moving with the modern era. It's like adapting some of your culture with white America mm-hmm. and, and no offense, no offense to anybody. Cause I can kind of say that cause my, uh, my, my Catawba side and yeah, then my no. white side. No, so, yeah, it's like, it's like you can wear dress slacks and dress shoes or no wear dress slacks and your beaded moccasins 
and then put your sports coat on with your beaded bolo tie. And like you say, man, it's like an image mm -hmm. that's already been painted. So you're trying to break stereotypes, but mm -hmm. you're also trying to remember where you come from. Right. And you have your heritage. Right. So I've seen a lot of that, man. And I, and yeah, it is tough. Is you know, it easier out there? You think where you are? It, it is. It okay. is. That's the whole reason why I'm here because right. it's, uh, it's more here because there's tons of tourism. I work in right. tourism with a cultural center and, they come from all over from seeing Monument Valley and Grand right. Canyon and the list goes on and on Antelope Canyon. And then they want mm -hmm. to see authentic Native Americans. They want to hear a Native American flute. They want to hear a drum. They want to, you know, buy authentic pottery or, you know, beadwork. You know, they want the real stuff. They don't want the Walmart stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's like, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of that. And then even going as far as myself, I went as far as Washington, D.C., and New York and, you know, Portland, Oregon, several other places with internships for the tribe and trying to adapt my way of thinking and learn more because I was working like government to government with tribal affairs. And, you know, I was working in economic planning and development. And um, you see a lot of that, man. It's like and you got to be careful, man. There's sharks in the water anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so when you're dealing with corporate America, I can say it that way. It's a little bit nicer. Corporate mm -hmm. America will eat you alive. They'll take mm -hmm. your ideas, man. It's like yeah. the tribe had, the tribes had, you know, great intentions. But then if you talk to the wrong person, they'll steal your idea just like right. that, man. And, and I learned that in a young age in Washington and places like this, because, you know, you get, you get the fundamental, like job experience. That was one of the, I was, I, I've been very fortunate, man, the, for my my family and my tribe to be able to learn those kinds of deals and have those experiences because it's uh it's made me more of you know what i want to do later in life you know i want right. to come back home later and you know but i've seen that um seen that mainstream and modern modern way and it just uh you just have to roll with it you know it's yeah, like it seems you know kind of daunting just it just for yeah. me too i mean just for me just to be thinking about you know, like mm. even with the business, like I, my little side hustle with the beard of mother trucker, man, just trying to navigate because I mean, I've seen people try to sell my stuff online that ain't even me. You know what I mean? So if they'll oh, steal man. that and then I mean, Jesus, you know, yeah. imagine the other people that, that, you know, they'll steal from. Um, oh man. So getting back into like, let's, let's look at the political, not even political, just, I would say, um, different fractions. Right. Um, mm -hmm. when you look at just, you know, in America, everything's kind of divided right now just because it's, everything's polarizing. You know, you either far right, far left. There's not that many people in the middle. So you have like right. the Republicans on one side, you have the Democrats on one side. Do you, do you as a culture in the native American culture, do y'all have fractions too? Because like, if you look at that show, you have, sure. you have sure. fractions in those shows of you're like, Oh man, this, this, this girl, like the girl on Yellowstone, this girl is like trying to get this guy out because she, he, to her, he's not as authentic as he needs to be with his people. You know what I mean? Do y'all have that too? We sure do, man. That's with tribes big time because, you know, being a sovereign nation, man, that's rad, Brad, that, that these things are teaching you these questions, man. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that's all a part of, you know, again, being a sovereign nation, working with a, a outside entity, man, because, you know, for us, it was always about, they kept the thumb down on my people mm -hmm. and then and then once there's something's always come around as a blessing mm -hmm. and i could say that's probably water 
and land. Mm -hmm. And if you look at Yellowstone or if you look at some of these other movies, man, water's life and Mm -hmm. land. If you own land, you have power. Right. So and you just look at, you know, to give you an example, how the Catawba Reservation was split and divided by the government, by by South Carolina, because I want to talk about that that in a minute. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't don't, don't let me forget. Yeah. Okay. But to just give you a real quick gist of that. All of Dave Wow and all that around mm-hmm. you, the Springdale and Lowe's, man, a big chunk of it led up to the reservation. And my grandpa had the land right beside Springdale, man. Mm-hmm. That was his home. That was his land. And then behind him, there's family there, too. There's Mr. Barney. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he, yeah, there's, oh, man. It, and to see how despiteful the state of South Carolina has been in some, some ways. Mm-hmm. And then in other ways, it's been a little, a learning curve and, for them to finally come around again and see, okay, wow, these guys are doing big things in Kings Mountain. Why wouldn't they let yes. us have the casino right there on the old land, man? I uh-huh. mean, uh, or, uh, there's a whole subdevelopment there once you're leaving out and going to past um, the old way of the reservation. And it's uh, you can make that turn going down below the Catawba Post Office. Right before there, there's a big chunk of land with tons of homes and a subdevelopment. That went up for um they what they, they filed bankruptcy right the houses were all built and they sat there for I don't know how many years and now there's some people living in some of the homes back there but it's right. like man there's that would have been a prime area to say hey okay let's do, let's let's negotiate with the Catawbas let's work with the Catawbas you know mm-hmm. I mean what now they see Kings Mountains prospering and all those other little small towns around Gaffney and Blacksburg and all these others are reaping the benefits man and it's right. like yeah so they want to play ball so it's 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 again moving in that modern era networking politically politically man because it's like and then kind of you gotta pick and choose what you say to them because you know yeah but you you still have fractions within within like within your group right though so like you do i'm sure you you have fractions of people that are like they want to stay as authentic culturally as possible and then you have to have probably some that are more modern, right? Oh, so they've yeah, got to be fighting kind of like, well, no, you know. And I, I guess and you it, can see the, the positives for both sides. Like, of course, you want to stay culturally, that. you know, um, connected. connected. Yeah. And then, you, you know, you have the other side that's like, yeah, that's fine. But, but this is like, this is modern. This is how we get back or, or stay relevant you know, in this, in this era. So there's gotta be, I mean, there's gotta be. And, and, and there's wording there, you know, and it's all about how you negotiate with your people and negotiate with your, your, your peers and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and the com- communities, because you got to be able to play ball. And some are accepted with that. And then some are like, Nope, I want to hire my own lawyer. I want to do this. I want right. to do that. I want to shut this down. I want to shut that down. And it's, you got to know, when to say go and when to say when because you cannot oh man it's like it's in trying times man because this is like we're i'm my generation and the ones after me you know or even let's say the great grandkids and the great grandkids those are the ones you want to worry about man Mm -hmm. because you want them to have a future right and you finally start seeing that kind of coming more full circle and it's uh it's interesting because I'm I'm an outsider looking in now because I'm not at home. Right. I'm not all around the norm. I can't just go to somebody's house or somebody's office and walk in. And it's like, you know, now 
I'm FaceTiming or right. I'm calling or I'm texting because, you know, you know, even calling now, man, like, let me tell you this, yeah. Brad, one of my cousins told me, said, hey, man, don't don't call me because that's that's old school text man text 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 i'm like are you kidding me bro what about if you don't get the text i'm trying to say or i don't get it you know then i'm calling you know i'm like no man so it's like that's again there's another example moving with the modern era okay you know if it's you got to find things that's going to help be helpful too and and finding like outlets like um social media has been a huge platform you know, and that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. something that's, that's the wave of the future. Man. Oh, that's I, how I, I see I all your cool pictures, man. Oh man. And then you see like Instagram and TikTok and all yeah. these guys that are just like blowing up, man. Like, you know, to, to meet people that like deal with SoundCloud and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. uh, oh man, dude, it's like, you know, dude, they're like saying, you guys should be on our podcast here, here and here. And I'm like, wow, really? Okay. And he's like, no, nah, here you go. Here's my card. And you know, Let's reach out because, you know, when you can get to that viral, viral, man, are you, mm-hmm. one, that's like, I never even thought of something like that, you know, but, you know, I was just, uh, I was just, again, learning, learning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've seen the stuff again, but there goes my learning disabilities. It's like, wow, okay, how would I get involved <laughs> with that? How far would it's I go It's a lot, with that? man. It's a lot. It is. Maybe I got to touch an ADD too or ADHD. Man man yeah it's and, and, and it's it's cool though man because for you man you can channel it because you're like i try i can i can see you can do like you can multitask and a lot of people can't multitask so it's still you know, difficult though like yeah. I'll be, i ain't finished with one thing before i start another i'm it's horrible oh man it's bad. are you are you still are, now are you still doing your art uh not so it, my art pretty Not much consists big. of like Jason Denby or somebody will call me and want me to design a tattoo for him. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. And I'll, you know, I'll still do that a little bit, but as far as having the time, but I mean, that's, we could go on and on about why I don't have time. I mean, the kids playing travel sports oh, yeah. and stuff like that, but yeah, but no, I mean, there's still stuff around town that I've done. You know what I mean? And that's, and cool. that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but maybe one day, the majority of oh, stuff man. that I did that I really enjoyed doing as far as artwork was on the side of bridges and stuff. So, and that's pretty much gone now. And I think it's frowned upon in this establishment <laughs> to do to yeah. be tagging, <laughs> tagging buildings that's, anymore. Cause you, you know, everybody's got cameras everywhere. So I just figured I wouldn't oh, do that, but, but no, I still yeah. try to, but that's another thing too. Like, you know, with native American art, like is the, is, you know, I think that, um, the, the pottery, out in this way out this you know mm-hmm. the top of indian pottery like is that is that prevalent and known out where you're at about how it good is, the pottery man. is it, out here it is that's what's that's what's put well gilbert again i i, right. I have to say put us on the map but i I've, I've did internships and fellowships at the smithsonian in washington dc and new york smithsonian I've I've did work with the Shields Museum in Gastonia. Mm-hmm. I've I did some work with Stone Mountain, Georgia there. And everyone I mean, it, the list goes on, man. They have pieces of my family's pottery all across the map in yeah. those places, man. And and then even here, like the Navajo Nation, the Apache Nation, the Pueblos, they know our pottery. That, because yeah, they is well known. Yeah, the, well known. Yeah, it, that's that and that's a great question, man, because you know you see different kinships you see similarities with like okay well wow they use they they use uh red clay and mm-hmm. now okay that comes from their mountains here all right and then or you might see like the the pueblo oh wow okay 
they used like a white clay. See, our clay was really was, natural mm-hmm. minerals from, from the river. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it was and just, you can still find it. You can still find it. Yeah, dude. And I, I used, I used to go digging all the time with my uncle Eric right off Springdale there and yeah. my cousin Keith Brown and, Nick Oates and uh, oh man, Nick Oates, man. <laughs> man, that's a name. Boy, I haven't heard that name in a while. You heard that, that name in a while, huh? and uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's a lot. You know, I mean, even like uh, Shane Pittman's sisters, Kalani, yeah. Michelle. Yeah, you know, I used to go. Uh, I, all those are good people, man. Uh, and it's like when you go digging clay, man, it'd be a whole, it would be a whole storytelling, a whole conversation, and uh, it'd be an all-out day. We just pack a bag of like bologna cheese sandwiches in a, in a bag and just, you know, you'd be out there digging all day. But then the final product is, you know, your stuff would last and leave a legacy. Yeah. So, you know, I even found a very, now I make pottery, but I'm, I am more of an amateur. Who was some the, of the lady out here that was worldwide known? She passed away several years ago, but she's known. She was known for her pottery. Sarah Ayers. Okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. Sarah Ayers. Now did she pass it on? She did. She did all uh, many of her kids and all know how. And then there was Earl Robbins. You didn't see back in the old school era too many men making the pottery. They'd go dig the clay and help them burn them and work up the pots and help clean and cure them and do all this. But then later on you you seen the men because it was a dying art that again right. the, the, they had to pass it on and it had another tradition of a family would have to pick it up so you know and the same way with basketry you know again yes. the river provides so much down there you know and now i mm-hmm. see many of the women bringing back the basketry and making a lot of the reeds from the river and um man i have sat back out here bro one night and mind blown watched the antique road show and mm-hmm. saw Sarah Ayers' work Dude, on the yeah. Antique Roadshow. Yeah. And that that's heartfelt, man. I always like, knew about Sarah. Because when you would go to the Longhouse and when you would go, you know, out on the reservation, you know, you had the little um, visitation center or whatever. You could go in there and see some of the old pottery or whatever. And then there was oh, some yeah. articles that was written about her, about how long she's been doing it and, you know, how far her pottery has gone and where it's at and where yeah. it's on display. And you're like, man, that's right around the corner. That's right around the corner. And then there's other great ones too, like Cheryl Sanders and, uh, man, um, golly, uh, Billy Ann McKellar. Uh, she's right there below uh, the reservation too. And then, I mean, it's such a, it's such a small world, but then like you see things like this and I've seen pottery on eBay and things like that going for 20 and 30 grand, man. Yeah. So it's like, that's only what you could dream of. And then, I've talked to collectors that love chipped and scratched pieces and broken pieces. They say, oh, that's vintage. That gives it character. Man, if I had deep oh pockets, I'd have one, I swear. Because I'm telling you what, what, right now in my safe, one of the nicest things that I keep, um, mm-hmm. you know, they develop that river walk out there. Um, yeah. And uh, speaking of river walk, I, you know, that, that whole Catawba River area is developing. They're trying to get more stuff around the, the coastline of that Catawba River, and I hope that they don't. I hope that there's Not some. No. I hope that yeah. there's some stuff that kind of brings, you know, brings to point the whole Nations Four Treaty and all that stuff as far as. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I would, keeping that I would Catawba. Rather see, yes. You know and, what I mean? And, and for me, I well, one of my great cousins that passed away, Butch Sanders. Uh-huh. He he was a he was a great well known man on the Catawba Reservation. He pitched a canoe launch 
and was wanting to work and do tourism and take canoes and kayaks down. And he wrote a whole grant on it just to kind of it, for it to get tabled. Right. And it's still it's still mm. probably in somebody's file box. But you know, do a fish fry after you get done taking them down the river. Have a have a tourism oh, building set up, man. Do I mean, you already going, have take you already have the whole uh uh oh, what is it where people go look at the lilies? Um, yeah, yes, Lansford and, Canal, and now, that whole trail, man. Dude, and then there, there again, thank you, South Carolina, for taking away water rights. Thank yep. you for just just intervening, and so you know you can't have nothing to live off of because you know wow you want to come down to us with certain things and say oh we want to build condominiums and townhomes and all this other bull crap not right over your river no man no that's that that's the heart and soul of like you know you took everything else away now you want to come back and try to get take that away it's like you know man if you got something you want to fight over here, even though you're not that you're not here, if you got something you need to you need you, you need to fight, or you got people around here who need help fighting, holler at me. Oh, I'll yeah, cause a damn God. storm, son. I already do that anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? To certain, hear, certain politicians, hear. you holler at me, man. man. We'll get shit going. I swear to God, I will. Because that's it, my childhood it, too. You know what I mean? I'm not Native good. American, but that's still part of my childhood. You know what I mean? Yeah, Look at going to school. Up with us, man. I grew you up, grew man. Up with yeah. Yes. Y'all still you know a people. lot of. But going back to my man. safe, I have um me and the kids went down to uh. It's been probably 10, 15 years ago, but we had, we were walking along the Catawba River because my wife grew up not long, not far from um, the reservation. Like you could walk through her woods to get down to the river off of yeah. Old Cattle Barn, uh, off of Sturgis, oh, yeah. and uh, you could go to the river across uh, the reservation. But, you know, we were walking, and I remember me and Briggs, uh, no, maybe it was me and Brayden, were digging in the water, and I found an arrowhead. Wow. To me? Like, I'm sure people find arrowheads all the time right here. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, yeah. but to me, that was like a huge deal. I thought that was probably yeah. the coolest find I've ever had. And it's in my safe. Like, I don't, I don't, wow. Like, it's, you can tell it's authentic. And I thought, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it's in my safe. Oh, I got it in man. my safe right now. You know, I've had some of the wildest things happen when I've been down at that river, man. And, you know, uh, find so many wonderful things. And it's like, some things I'd be scared that I found like, you know, ends of axes and tomahawks or like right. a big flint nap rock. And I'm like, okay, should I leave that shit alone or should I take it with me? You know, is it going to cause me harm or is it, is it cool that it's my ancestors and, and it's okay? So a lot of times if I found something, I'd always just try to say a prayer because there's my countryside coming in. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I would, you know, if I had something in my, in my car, like, some tobacco or something i'd sprinkle a little bit on the ground leave it you know as an offering but those are kind of things that you learn from like your your people man and it's like and then you need to share that with your younger generation i hope my son i have a little seven month year old son now man and it's like i want him to be able to learn these things too and carry on the traditions you know because he's seeing it all and i can remember when i was his little age you know, having my hand stuck in this clay, yucky water. And that's, that was some of the first words I said, you know, yucky, yucky or something. But it's like later on, it comes back to you and it's liquid gold, man. Because these are things, not to say all money, 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 but it's like, it's a dying art. You have to keep it going because it's just like language, man. If you lose your language, it's, you're lost. Yeah. I think the older I get too, I'm the same way. Like trying to do, yeah. trying to find, like, cause I know where my, my dad's people come from in mm-hmm. Germany. It's Machenbach, Germany. And I think the older I get, the more I'm trying wow. to, um, 
trying to find, you know, the history. Like I know how I know his history, my grandfather's history. I know how he got here, you know, escaping Nazi Germany. And, you know, I know yeah. all of that. Um, but I think the older you get, maybe you just try to figure that out. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to find out the same way too. And it makes me appreciate other people, other people's yes. heritage. You know what I mean? That it's, it's, it's a precious thing. You know what I mean? And, uh, I'm yeah, just super it, appreciative of it. Cause you're, it, it brings you back. It keeps you grounded too. Cause it's like, okay, you know, um, I, oh man, your dad, I, you, you said it first, man, but Mr. Lesmeister, man, let me tell you a quick story, dude. Him and Chum Dog, bro. Oh, Chum I Dog, gonna, man. I, I was going to, I was So that's Niles Chumley, for anybody who don't know, he was an assistant principal under my dad. Oh yes. Oh yes. And back in the day, I had a meeting with him because I, I was, I, I went to summer school to catch up with my original class. I was going to graduate with the 98 class. And then all of a sudden here comes that ADD bug. And that lazy bug, whatever you want. Chumley says, oh, man, Jared, what's wrong? I'm like, well, I'm not fitting in over here. I'm getting and, – and, and at that time I was. You know, I was another victim of later on getting picked on by my right. friends and my so-called peers. And I was just like, look, this is my last year. I mean, I just want to go ahead and graduate early. And they were like, well, man, what do you want? Oh, you, you sure you want to go to – North? I was like, well, something Northwestern was offering – where I, I it would I would only have to go to school for an hour, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, I'm there, and <laughs> then I, I'll put my cousin's address down, and I'm there, and because I have family that lives on the the other end of town too, because right, I mean right, that's right, how right. you know old hunting land and all that connects. But uh, anyway, Chumley talks to your dad, and your dad talks to me. He's like, man, Jared, you you want to become a Trojan? <laughs> and I said, I said, not really, but they they're offering a better deal. What can you offer? They negotiated, dog. They negotiated. They said, "Well, how about this, Jared? You work, don't you? I do. I, I work at this jockey in the mall, and I work at Fines in the clothing store. Right? They were like, "All right, well, why don't you just come in? Let's just say, what time you gotta be at work?" I said, "I don't forgot what it was. Twelve one o'clock. All right, won't you just come in from eleven thirty?" And you can leave by lunch. Uh, lunch. Let's <laughs> leave at one. <laughs> and I, I said, "All right, hell yeah, I'll take that. That's a good deal." Because again, only driving five minutes compared to driving twenty-five. I mean, uh, or whatever it is around the other side of Northwestern. But man, That's oh, so those are funny. two of my, those are two of my favorite guys in he the world. He was so man. funny. He used to give. Oh, man, he used to give my mama big guy. A fit, hey, man. big guy. Mr. Hey, big, big guy. guy. What's up, big guy? Yes. He used yep. to give my mom a fit because when we would leave to go somewhere on the other side of town, like uh, Selenese or whatever, Daddy would always take Red River, right? And uh-huh. uh, he would always take Red River. And Mama was like, why are you taking Red River? He was like, this is historic. You know, because he was yep. a history major. He was a history teacher. Yep. He would say, this is historic. And my mama grew up on a mill hill. You know what I mean? Like yep. my, my mom and my dad are complete opposites. My mama grew up uh, in <laughs> South, uh, uh, I think it was like Southland Park or whatever. It's over there near the cotton mill. Yeah, in, uh, I know that, where you're at. But, or Highland Park. It was Highland Park. And uh, so to my mama, that wasn't historic. That's the way she grew up. You know what I mean? Like the, the little mill houses. Mm-hmm. Dad's like, it's historic. I love this this historic area. She's like, this ain't historic. Like this is where oh. I grew up. This is not. I'm <laughs> tired of going this way. But he appreciated everything. Like whether it was the Catawba Indian Nation, whether it was you know the mills, you know around town, the cotton. Mill, like he just appreciated. And man, he would always go Red River. And my mama would just drive, it just drive her crazy. Like, this is scary down here, you know, like, you don't, you know, and Dave was like, it's historic. 
I love coming out here. It's historic. <laughs> this ain't historic. This is where I like. I grew up in Mill Hill. You know what I mean? I grew up in Mill Houses. This is not. Man, he loved it though. But he was a decent. You know. Dude. Yeah, I hate. I hate. To, yeah. I don't, don't want to hijack and take it over. You know, on Daddy or whatever. But no, no. You know but I mean? oh but, man, I, I I loved him. I loved him, and it's like uh, you know. I, I remember in the yearbook, man, uh, I don't know what it was, but they, they didn't have a picture of me for one of the pictures for the yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> and there he comes there with a Polaroid in geography class. This is embarrassing, Brad. I was falling asleep, man, because we would them watch some kind of PowerPoint or a movie or something. And they took he took a snap Polaroid of me, man. <laughs> Put that That's shit so in the yearbook. That's but, so funny. No, I'll tell you oh, something dude. funny about dad. I, dude, I don't I don't tell a lot of people this, but I'll tell you because, you know, you were talking about, you know, just daddy in general. Nice. But nice. people used yeah. to always say, um, you know, like like we didn't really go to church when I was a kid, right? And it wasn't because right. my, my dad was raised Catholic. Um, mm-hmm. My mom was raised uh, Southern Baptist. And, you know, when we were mm-hmm. kids, we went to Presbyterian Church or whatever. But we just stopped going, you know, and people would mm-hmm. always say, well, you know, where you go to church? The reason, and my dad said his prayers every night. Um, sure. the reason that my dad s- stopped going to church and, uh, this is the God's honest truth was he always wanted to be approachable by any student that he had, meaning, oh, wow. meaning, meaning that, you know, let's say he had a Muslim student or let's say he had, you know, it's hard for a kid to approach an adult in a situation if they know, well, I mean, he's, you know, he, he's always at this church or he's talking about this church or, you know, mm-hmm. he's doing this, you know, for him, it was a lifestyle educating, you know what I mean? And he wanted, whether mm-hmm. it be a native American kid, a, a, a black kid, a Muslim, mm-hmm. or Hindu, whatever it was, he wanted them right. to be comfortable approaching him to talk about anything. And, you know, people used to always say, well, that. Mr. You know, I Mr. Could... Lesmaster, he don't go. No, it was not about that. It was, it was, you know, his calling said that, you know, to him with the kids was he just wanted to be approachable and make everybody feel comfortable. So, mm. you know, when you talk about him, you know, getting you out of stuff or negotiating with you, however you want to say it, you know, that was him. Oh, yeah. You know, but I just want to put oh, that yeah. in there because people used to always, you know, um, talk about daddy, you know, like what is he or whatever. He just wanted to be approachable. So he just stopped um, early on when I was a kid of, you know, being a member of whatever. You know, people are going. People are going to criticize that. They're going to be like, "Well, you, but he just." No, I think that no, was his I can, calling, I can relate. Mean? Yeah, no, I can totally relate because, as a whole, as my fat, my mom, my mom's a Baptist. You know, and then you know, and Baptist Methodist slash. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, because you have family that gets in different religions, and that's their deal. And I okay, I accept it. And then for my dad and, and us, you know, it, it was you know you again it. Inter, it, it intertwining it was like mm-hmm. you know you, you you respect your cultural side of things and then you'd have fried chicken and go to uh right. you'd go to church on sundays yeah, he so, just wanted to keep it uh, out of the school you know what i mean he wanted yeah. the school to be a place because mm-hmm. there's so many people in school he wanted to keep that out of school for him so you know like out of school so where everything a, was different would, you know what i mean yeah it wouldn't be a problem I could he see wanted that. to be approachable he wanted to be comfortable mm. make people comfortable um but I'm not, gonna, to, I'm not going. I'm not going to cut you off. I, I try to keep it at like an hour because I think I have downloading issues when I when I do it more an hour. But dude, can we talk some more later? Oh yeah, man. You yeah, know, it's just talking to you, fun, Brad. Man. You you talking to you is like talking to my childhood best friend that I lived dude. across the street from. Do you know uh, Mr. Rob Jackson? I do, man. 
Oh no, my he's gosh, gone. Dude. He's on a um, mission, he's, right? He's, he's Portugal. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. gone. Now here's the thing. When I can, I'll keep this one short and brief too. So yeah, we grew can. up on reservation and all. My daddy grew up there all his life too. Uh-huh. But then he wanted something more for us too. He wanted to keep us away, not so much from fa- love and family and all, but to have another alternative, another option with things. So he wanted us to be in town. So later right. on, he built built us that brick house right there on Fire Tower. Mm-hmm. If you go down Fire Tower Road, there's a brick house there. It used to have an awesome pool there and a basketball hoop and all, and right. all that's gone now. And somebody did landscaping and such, but. My childhood next door neighbor, all you know, great many years was Rob Jackson, man, and we were like two peas in a pod, man, as Forrest Gump would say, and um, man, you know, and we lost touch, we lost oh, touch, yeah. but we, but we, but we never ever got out of whack where you know we could pick up like it was tomorrow, right. like we just left off. So he I mean, hadn't changed and the, either. No, like he never no. changed. And He's it, always been a genuine well, good dude. Well, I always figured, you know, he would be in some kind of figure educator role mm-hmm. too, because you know he dappered and was in so many different cultures of uh, hip and cool, and then yeah. you know four twenty and uh, yeah, yeah. all this, all this and that, and uh, and then later on, boom, found his calling. Yeah, you know, my wife traveling. Loves him. My wife loves dude, him. Dude. She's just she's yeah, always Rob, been tight with Rob. Oh my gosh, yeah. And Rob used to, man, we used to be so many, we used to hang out with some of the older, older girls because, you know, that was a, that would be a cool thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rob, 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 yeah, Rob was like a main attraction to yeah. all that, man. And so, oh man, I just, you know, I just, I've reconnected with Rob over the years and uh, we've just talked about things and he's just like you man he's wanting to know and he's always interested in other i have to know things other yes there's other history things other explorable things and it, i think that's awesome because i think the the day that you stop learning is mm-hmm. the day that you, you know i would you know i wouldn't want that you know right. and i think he yeah he's the same he's like you know he wants to see more and do more and be more. And he passes that off to all the peers that he works with too. So it's, uh, he's, you know, they hear, oh man, I, I could talk forever about Rob. Well, no, but yeah, but, but we're going to talk some more. So the next time, next time I get you on, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, get you on, try to get you on soon. Um, cause I know our schedules yeah, yeah. and the AD, ADD that you and I evidently both have is going to oh, cause a problem. Man. But I want to talk about <laughs> socioeconomic <laughs> issues with the tribe. I want to talk about the impact that the casino in Kings Mountain is going to have. Um, sure. And just, you know, the differences between uh, uh, the Native American cultures out west and, and, and here on the east coast. Oh, man. Yeah. Cause those are all great topics, mm-hmm. man. And, you know, and I think that uh, we're going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, you know, I feel like this, this uh, assembly of uh, the council that's in there and then I can end on this because I know it went way over an hour, no, you're good. but I, I see the older school and not to disrespect any of my elders. They're, right, they're right. in off. They're the ones in office though. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they've gradually started putting younger ones in there. That's got that's education. Good. And I, and I think that's what you need. I mean, now I'm proud to say we have, oh man two or three tribal lawyers that's went on to school for law. We've got ones that's like, like this, my little cousin, Billy Kenny, he's big into business and finance. Uh, we've got another one that's a chief accounting and you know, they, yes, man, because it's like putting pieces together 
to make another another bright future. And I think that you know the more you home in, the more you craft your your what you what your you see the bigger picture, you see the bigger future. I think that's you got to have younger generation in there. You got to be teaching them. Man, you can't show them. Yeah. You can't show them away. You can't show them away. And say nope, it's this way or none. Nope, we're all, we're sticking to this way and that. No, you cannot do that. You you've got to be able to adapt. You got to be able to move with the modern era, like we've talked about, and you see it. You know, it's either like you know, because some may lose touch with the outside world I think and want to just touch. keep it. Man, right, like right. Just, this is coming from from a from an old whiteboard, right? Thinking about <laughs> politics, I wish that our politicians would the older man. They're all old. Like I wish we yeah. had a little touch of, of of youth in there too. So, and that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Like it let's is, get these man. seventy year old career. Oh, yeah, man. same thing with the like when you talk about your council, man. That's that's just in general. Like oh my god, it's out of touch. Yeah, out of and, touch. And and seeing some of the good old boys, you know, like um, I've been I've been checking Facebook and Instagram and seeing uh one of my good buddies uh my my nephew played with his his childhood friend there and. I, I want to say his name's Brad, not Brad. Um, um, golly, he's running for governor. He's running for governor, uh, and, and um, in Rock Hill, Guffy. Guffy oh, you talking about? Uh, he's running for uh, uh, the state assembly. State assembly. Yeah, there you go. The, See, the, the state house. Yeah, he won. Dude, he won. That's it. That's it. So yeah. you know, that's that's a great dude. Very humble. Yep. And it's like you know. Those are the kind of guys that I want to get to know more and hang out more and be more. See, back he's a cool before dude, I man. left, you need to talk to him. Great. You, he's great, but you need to he's talk to him in general, like just or if you got somebody in this area that has something, yeah, talk to Guffy. Yeah. Guffy's reasonable. He's young. Um, he's he's in touch, he's not a, out of he's touch. He's in people, touch. Man. Yes, he is. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So I'll get y'all in contact if you want to. That'd be great, man. Yeah. I, and I already know him some, and we he, we've kind of talked through messenger here and there. Yeah. And so it's like you man, know, because I'll get your cell I, phone number. Screw it. You had to get. Oh it. yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, he's another one. Hey, hey, Jared, man, how can I get some pottery? And oh man, yeah. I seen you selling. I seen you selling your cultural T-shirts over there. I want one. And man, I'm I a big buy a t-shirt. t-shirt guy. Oh man, uh, I got you, man. Oh, I'm gonna and, be, on, and, I'm gonna be know, on touch. I'm gonna be in touch with you after this. All right. Yeah. And I'll then even even, even with the pottery, man, I, I'll I'll make you something up nice. I'll work on something, Dude, you know. Because that uh, would be I sent that would you be know, a dream for me. I swear to God, and, I'm not over exaggerating that. I'm serious. Well, I know I could go on and on, even with the, the questions you've asked too. But you know, it's like uh, we're not done. Even we'll keep, we'll, I'll oh, call you back. We'll get you back on. Right. One hundred percent. I swear to God, Jared, I'll get you back on. The, to even to even add to man like you know um one last thing about great people like you know guffy and rob uh, rob and did a gofundme for my brother recently because my brother had a diabetic attack and heart attack and he survived and so just little things from small town great friends like that man and um Man, I sent Rob. I, I made a nice, uh, I made a nice uh, uh, clay cross out of Catawba clay, and I did it on. Just put it on a piece of leather, man. And man, that boy's already got it on his neck, wearing it around, showing everybody, man, telling everybody. Man, you wait till I get mine. That's just gonna dude, be on every day on post I put. I, so. Oh man, I yeah. And, and you know, you see, you see things like yeah. that, man. And I started, I started thinking like I see a lot of people wearing bracelets more, man. Like tons of bracelets on their arms, and I used to do that back in the day. I you thought did. it was cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And uh, and I um 
I, I said, man, how can I incorporate Catawba clay art with something? So I'm working on some Catawba clay berries made out of clay yeah. as bracelets, dude. And man, and, and I did. I'll I will, dude. I, I, was, I, did, I did a few turtles and a few cross necklaces, and they all sold. And so it's like, I'm not a master at it, but, you it know, I'm either. definitely, if it's I'm from definitely you, homing I'm in. It. Don't worry. Oh, man. You know, it's just, it's cool, man. Hearing talking to you, man, makes me miss home. So, well, dude, when you I, come I, back I, in town, we'll, I, I, we'll go out. We'll go out and have we'll a little night for sure we will man and yeah. then we'll have to have a bow berry biscuit that following morning I'm right. oh because y'all ain't i guarantee y'all ain't got no bojangle <laughs> <Thanks, laughs> that's no, funny dude. i got I you man to, it'll be my treat uh, there you go dude well hey just uh again call me text me whatever man and, and we'll, we'll connect again rob uh, rob brad Dolly, right. you guys tell i got you i got you add you man add to, yes you have to edit that part out <laughs> no dude, i ain't so. editing nothing i know what's going on <laughs> But yeah, dude, it was a pleasure, dude, talking to you. I'm glad yeah, I got a dude. chance. I'm glad we connected today, and uh, we'll connect again because I got tons of stuff I want to talk about. And For maybe, sure, maybe man. you'll be an extra on Yellowstone. What's up? Hey, let's go. We'll, we'll, we'll we will see, man. For <laughs> sure, because it's uh, anything's possible. Hey, man, anything's so. possible. <laughs> well, dude, good. you have a good rest of the day. Hey, dude. man, have I will, good. buddy. You too. All right, man. All right, Jay, be good. Hey, that was good times. Um, I hope uh, that y'all enjoyed that as much as I did because, I mean, number one, not to mention the fact that I grew up with the guy, but, I mean, some good insight to uh, the Native American community and um, everything that's going on as far as, like, the, the, the TV shows and, the like I said, the Lone Myers, the Yellowstones and um, 1883s and the, the, the series they got out now, The Sun, you know, it's just – it's becoming more prevalent, and I've said that word numerous times throughout this episode, but it's true. Um, again, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Hospitality Heat and Air, um, and Spikes Fresh Pigskins and Boiled Peanuts. Um, y'all have a good day, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. And, Tony, uh, maybe you'll be here for the next one, right? We'll see. <laughs> All right, now.